I'm Bishop Robert. Each life is a story. We don't remember days, we remember moments that touch our hearts. I want to invite you to come on in and have a seat in my study. Let's you and I spend a few minutes together and consider a verse of scripture and how to apply it to those moments that fill up our lives. My hope is that it speaks to your heart, your mind, and your soul. And I hope you'll be back often. Welcome. Not many things evoke the overwhelming joy of watching your child get married. (laughs) It's an act that speaks of absolute trust and deep personal commitment. Well, today we'll explore another trust relationship that's offered to anyone who wants it. Hey, welcome to Mornings with Bishop Robert. Thanks for joining me. My goal is to introduce people to the Jesus they never knew then help them get to know him and his word personally and better. So if our time together today speaks to your heart, let me invite you to like, subscribe, and share it with a friend. Now grab a cup, lift it up, and let's dive right into today's lesson together. Well, you know, from time to time, I'm asked to officiate at a wedding. It's one of the benefits of being a clergyman. And the couple have got some latitude in in the planning of their wedding ceremony with regard to some of the items in the service. And one of the questions I always ask them relates to the form they wish to use as they make their declaration of intent. Do they prefer to say, I will or I do when they take the promise and Take the person as their spouse. Now, I'm not certain that any deep insights can be gained from the choice of the answer to that specific question. That's really more a matter of minor importance in that specific context. But I was reflecting upon those two words in light of today's verse. That's a different story. The word of the Lord holds true, and we can trust everything he does. Wow. That's a a pretty broad statement. I'm sure you'll agree. The word of the Lord holds true. He watches over his word to perform it. And yet, his ways are above our ways. So don't we, we don't always see precisely how he'll do what he says he will do. (laughs) But that's not the only problem. It gets worse. Because there are times when we cannot see that the Lord is fulfilling his word. In fact, it may appear to us that he isn't. (laughs) Shocking, I know. (laughs) What it really comes down to is us looking at a situation and concluding that, you know, if it were up to us, we'd be doing it differently. So we're we're basically telling God, uh, you know, Lord, if I were God, I would just... uh, Well, you can fill in your own blank there. I mean, it's really comical when you you hear it spoken to you, isn't it? (laughs) But we all struggle with thinking from time to time that God's approach isn't really the best one. We've all looked at situations and thought that there was a better way than the one the Almighty had chosen. 
Well, you know, I, I could list example after example here, but I really don't need to. Because just like in my mind, your own brain is already filling in the examples of times in your life when God's choices have left you scratching your head or holding your heart. And that brings us to the second part of the verse. We can trust everything he does. The Bible just lays out the statement. We can trust everything he does. We can. It doesn't say we can understand everything he does. Yeah, for us to be able to understand the totality of God's choices would require us to know that the totality of what God knows. So understanding what he does in all its fullness, that's just not within our grasp. But we can trust. We can. And that's because trust is called into play when we don't know or understand a situation. Trust is what we do when all we have to rely on is our knowledge of the person we're being called upon to trust. You see, trust is what we employ when we're asked to speak about an unknown situation with respect to a known person. Hey, during a wedding ceremony, I asked the following question of the groom with respect to his bride. Do you promise to love her, honor her, comfort and keep her in sickness and in health and forsaking all others to be faithful to her as long as you both shall live? And standing there at the altar, the soon-to-be wife is listening. You see, at that moment, there's much she does not know, can, cannot possibly know. She has no idea what challenges may lie ahead or when they'll come. The situations they'll face as a couple are unknown and unknowable from the standpoint of the altar. But what she does know is who it is that's standing before her and making those promises. And it's her knowledge of the person that gives her the strength to trust in the promise. The word of the Lord holds true. And we can trust everything he does. When a couple makes a decision about the format of their wedding intentions, the choice of I will or I do, pretty much inconsequential. But when you make a choice about whether to trust God, the choice between I will and I do, well, that, that's much more significant. Because in the context of living life, I will, it's a future statement. I mean, it's, it's like saying, well, I'm not doing a certain thing right now, but, but, but later on, I will. Might be something we fully intend to do. Just not something we've done yet. In the context of life, in the context of choosing to trust everything God does, we need to make a decision. I do is where we need to be. We need to give God our I do when we don't understand. 
because we can trust everything he does. And I do. Jesus' mother Mary faced challenges to trust God in ways that were all but incomprehensible. She was a virgin, but was asked to trust that she'd become pregnant without the normal male involvement. She was asked to trust that the child which grew within her and to which she would give birth would be the Messiah who would save the world from their sin forever. <laughs> just, just think of the situations in which Mary had to hold on to the promise that God would prove himself faithful in the end. When they lost Jesus in Jerusalem as a boy of 12, when the crowds in his hometown wanted to throw him off a cliff to his death, when his own brothers were convinced that he had totally lost his mind, when he was hanging on the cross as she watched the last drops of life drain from him, when she stood and watched them roll the stone in front of the tomb. She had to choose to trust in spite of what she did not know. See, trust is what we do when we don't know or understand a situation. Trust is what we do when all we have to rely upon is our knowledge of the person we're being called upon to trust. She gave God her, I do. She chose to trust when all seemed lost, when her heart was breaking, when every hope she held seemed empty. Because the psalmist told her, we can trust everything he does. God asked, do you trust me even in this? And she gave God her, I do. The word of the Lord holds true. We can trust everything he does, and I do, by his grace. Give him your questions. Give him your fears. Give him your pain and your doubt. But then, give him your I do. And choose to trust the person who loves you, in spite of being unable to understand the situations you face. Give him your I do. Well, we're out of time again, friends. Before you go, please let me ask you, will you help me introduce people to the Jesus they never knew? And then help them get to know him and his word personally and better? Please like this video. It'll help more people see it. Then click follow or subscribe and, and then that notification bell. That way you'll get notified every time a new Mornings with Bishop Robert episode is uploaded. Hey, one more thing. Please share this video with a friend. Because as you do, you know, that makes you part of the team. Helping spread the love of Christ all over the world. Thank you for helping.